Hi, I am Don. And I am Bo. We're going to try to talk about Xenogears. Xenogears is a hefty, meaty subject. Yeah, and it's already game. been uh, LP. It's already been podcasted in, in this style, two guys in chairs, by the game itself. So you know, <laughs> right. because uh, of the budget. The, uh, well, uh, <laughs> well, one of them was uh, Ellie, who does have a female perspective. Oh yeah, and that's which that's, we can't provide, which we, which so. we lack for the moment. The uh, for the moment, yes. So, uh, so the <laughs> game would be the uh, perennial source for the uh, podcast. Yeah. Um, so we will attempt to do a podcast as well as the game did. Uh, Xenogears is very interesting. It started off as a Final Fantasy game. Okay, I did not know and that. And through several weird things at the Squaresoft office, they were finally like, you know what, just make it its own. It was kind of like Devil May Cry. Okay, Devil yeah. May Cry was a Resident Evil game. But yeah, yeah, I can <laughs> Dante was still Dante, mm-hmm. and the Capcom officers were like, "This is not a Resident Evil game." <laughs> like, make it something good. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's kind of where Xenogears came from, and uh, I think it was supposed to be eight. I think it was supposed to be Final Fantasy eight, and it became its own thing. Oh, okay. Um, wildly influenced by Neon Genesis Evangelion. You don't say. Wild. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the um, and my favorite thing about Xenogears is the opening movie. Oh, because it is a what the fuck is this until the very end of the game? It is very. Oh God, I I, I, mean, I love it. We're just right off near. There's a, there's a <laughs> ship in outer space. You have yeah. no context for this whatsoever. It's a beautiful anime it's just scene. A, it, the haunting um, orchestra. The haunting orchestra. You see, there's people in Evo suits just doing going about their day. And it seems to be a normal day. Yeah. Like everyone's perfectly calm until a little red flash shows up and they're like, "Hey, it's gotten out." And and he's like. Cool. Do this. And then that like a bunch work. of anime girls are doing tech speak. Like uh, the and system Faust has been accessed. Progressively, Alpha one. progressively more and more scared. Yeah, like um, uh, as that, it goes on. That's not supposed to happen. Until finally, the uh, the captain orders an evacuation. But as the evacuation is happening, all the escape pods are getting shot because yeah. this thing is taking over the ship. And I really love Captain Beardsley because at first he's keeping it cool. Like okay, so they're planning it on attacking. Because it's going to the main planet. We don't know what planet that is, but it's the main planet of humans. Mm-hmm. And whatever it is, it's getting out of control. It's out of containment. He doesn't like. He knows what it is. He's, he has a plan in place. He calls to engine room and says, "Activate the emergency." Blah blah blah. But the phone's cut off. The phone is the phone is just dangling, and then yep. it falls, and there you see you wires, see wires, just like feelers, dancing. yeah, just like it's like it's sentient. And then as he's ordering the execu- uh, evacuation, all the shells are being shot down, all the people are running scared, um, and then towards the end, those wires just come free of the ship and start feeling around like it's its own living thing. Mm-hmm. And the captain sits down, looks at a pocket watch with a uh, anime girl with orange what hair. What we assume is his family. I Probably. Think, I think there's a kid there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think he's the little Young girl. Yeah, he's yeah. in the photo. And um, he hits the self-destruct. Doesn't ship work. Ex- ship ex- and oh, it does. It, it, it explodes. Does. Yeah, it does explode, but... Camera fades out, and you see wreckage on a planet that looks a little bit like Earth. And there's a nude woman. There's a nude woman, long flowing bl- purple hair. She looks off into a swift sunrise. Okay, I. Uh, that's the opening movie. And that's, uh, that's the opening movie. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, the story section of the instruction manual details this. Okay. The story section doesn't give you a background for the story itself. It gives you that a synopsis of that movie, and it, it's just so weird that they would do that. This is the first thing you see when you play Zeno Gears. It's the first thing you read about if you're if you're a manual guy like I was. Mm-hmm. I love going through the manual and read the story. 
but you don't know what this is about at all Mm-mm. until damn near Mm-mm. the very end of the game. So already we're like you said, we're already getting a uh, neared pretty hard. But or yeah. or did near Xenogears us? I don't know. It, it's mm-hmm. true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, like this um, will make perfect sense in about a hundred hours. Adam. Um, okay, he needs a he needs a Bartweiser. I need a right now. I need a Duff. Um, a Bart Bartweiser. Oh, a bar- <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be blowing fire at the carnival. Gonna You're gonna eat a tuna sandwich and gain twenty pounds. Oh, oh, have you ever made Faye just fat on yeah. purpose? You have a I don't weight know if, stat in the game, and you can make sta- yourself fat. Like, I don't know what the stat. Like, there's one person who will comment on it. Yeah. Miss it. Oh, damn it. It's inside. I don't like doing <laughs> I know, but it would have been funny. It's his house, too. I don't I'd, get it. He'd have laughed. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Um, uh, so, anyway, yeah. Is there any other way to drink a beer, though? Look at that. Look at that. Okay. So, you're playing as a guy named Fei Fong Wong. The only Chinese person in the entire world. <laughs> He's got, he, and you're even dressed very distinctly. Like an old kung fu movie. Yeah, and admittedly, you are from a... Another place. You're a relative newcomer. About three years ago. This is classic JRPG. Yeah, you don't, you don't have no memory of who you no are. No memory of who you are, and you were put at this village. And I think Faye is canonically 18 at the beginning of the game. Yeah. So at 15 years old, he was left by someone in this village. Yeah, and it, in a future flashback, you see like some guy in a hood standing outside, like five feet away from this guy's front door. With just holding Faye. And it's like he's waiting for someone to notice him leering <laughs> creepily <laughs> like, and see what he wants. To, like, did he approach every building in town and wait for someone right. to, like, come out uh, and see They're him? asleep. They're uh, in bed. Uh, I, I don't want to bother him. I, <laughs> this, is, this doesn't look... I can, uh, this doesn't look like... A, uh, I'm sure this looks normal. <laughs> so, yeah, Faye gets dropped off at the... With the elder Elder Lee. Mm-hmm. Well, I Elder guess. Lee, well, I guess, is the uh, other single okay. Chinese person in He's this world. Like, like, okay, he needs to be with his people. <laughs> his, <laughs> his person. His person. <laughs> well, so. anyway, along the, fr- along the way, he makes some good friends. He, The village welcomes him with open arms, the village of Lahan. Mm-hmm. And it's on the, uh, this is important, it is on the border of, of uh, yes. it is on the uh, Ava side of, of the border with uh, Ava or, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah. Kislev. It, mm-hmm. We didn't have voice acting back then. So. Yeah. Um, well, we and did in the cutscenes, but they surprisingly never say that. And the begi- and the opening, it says that Kislev and Ava or Ava or whatever are at war. And it has been so for it's been a, a, a while. A while, yeah. And uh, uh, Kislev had the um, upper hand, upper hand for, for a quite while. a while until. Uh, a mysterious organization called the Gebler mm-hmm. came along and started offering the and uh, the reason why was because there's a there's an organization called Ethos that unearths these gears. Yeah, little we don't pr- manufacture gears as y- far as I know. You dig them up. You dig them up. You figure out how they work. You put them on the front line. Gears on the mechs. Uh, and, and Ethos just happened to find more in Kislev than yeah. they did Ava. So Kislev got more, but then Gebler comes down and is like, "Look, they got better we'll, shit. We'll help you out, Ava." And Ava's like, "Why?" And they're like. Oh, it's <laughs> like, hey, do you want do you well, want the help or not? Welcome right? to liberators. <laughs> so, so um, Ava, by the way, is a uh, desert nation. Yep. Kislev is a very German esque kind of nation. It, it's it's got a Kaiser, but it's also kind of like Moscow. Uh, it's um, it's everyone America hasn't liked the twentieth century. Yeah, like, um, except. For uh, Islamic cultures, but that was, to be fair, that wasn't until like the 90s, maybe 80s. There is also a very minor nation called Nisan, 
A it's very like, minor. It's nation. like the Vatican. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, it's it's based it's like the Vatican. Technically neutral. Um, religious. Very religious. It's the head of the local religion. Is the, it is is that a global religion though? Or I think it it's just, more of a regional thing. It's not like ethos. So it's, like Ava is part of that it's church. carrying on it. Yeah, it's like it's got its own mythology. So I- anyway, so Faye. So right off the bat, the game is like, "Hey, you're in the worst place in the world." But surprisingly enough, the war's it's never come. Relatively here. peaceful. It's like it's peaceful, but it's a ticking time bomb. Look, you've got the GE plant; it's up and running. There's no global force that's going to shut it down. No, no, no it no, works it, it, good. You're, you live secluded in, uh, you know, small town USA, mm-hmm. and you got best friends. You got a nice life. You don't really have any cognizance of what's going on around you. You don't know about your past, but you got a decent future. So you're not worried about it. Yeah, you're not worried and, you know, about Faye it. And Faye is a nice guy. He's not the brightest, but he's not techni- He's not dumb. I love the. I love that kind of character. Me too. I like the uh, like, where it's more. Uh, he's a little uncertain at first, but over time, he gets a little bit more wisecracky. And we have room for this character to grow upon me. Yeah. Um. And grow he does. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the game opens up with a uh, sort of an, another future flashback of uh, conflict coming to this town. Oh yeah. And as the conflict fades out, we see Faye is painting fire. Yeah. A very abstract, uh, very modern, mm-hmm. very subtle piece. And it's fire. And then you sort of, Faye's like, well, I'm done. And unlike most JRPGs, you go right into the animal control Faye. Yeah. You just run around um, collecting spider webs, jumping down wells over and over again. Take the uh, 100 uh, gold from under his bed. Oh, his yeah. life savings. Because uh, you're going <laughs> to need it here soon. <laughs> you also take a spider and you put it in your pocket. It'll be useful in 80 hours. And it won't leave. It won't leave. It won't leave. It'll not bite you. It won't bite you. It'll, you'll, you'll um, just it's the Charlotte's Web spider. Ah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Some it's pig. Nice spider. Some pig. Um, and uh, there's a little guy named Dan who uh, runs up to you. Loves you. Loves Dan you. loves you. Worships the ground you work on. This is important. Yep. Um, He's always wanted you to be his brother. And he wants you to marry his older sister, Alice. That's a way to get, your, that's a, way to get a brother. But Faye is Timothy, Alice's betrothed, yeah, best friend. And, and the wedding is tomorrow. I know. Faye can't do So that. much drama. But, but when he goes up, but Alice wants to see Faye. She does. She does. So you go up, and uh, they have a very awkward, and it's actually, oh, for it's a 90s uh, JRPG, it's, it's w- so well written. Considering they um, had to go away with just a little text box. <laughs> Very, and no. you really feel the tension in this moment, yeah. like where both of them are kind of like. Neither one of them is like, "Oh my God, I'm making a mistake. I have to yeah, marry you, Faye." Nothing I, like that. It's a, but it's a like, damn. That like, like these things have a momentum all their own, and it's very real. Yeah, it's very real. Um, There's something like some like maybe if you had been like she like she even says you know maybe if you had come to us earlier. Yeah, and like if you had been here longer. Quentin Tarantino should write such a dialogue. Yeah. On, I mean honestly, like it just feels so real and like um, it's an innocuous statement that can carry as much weight as either character wants it to. And exactly. Clearly, it's clearly it's, doing work. It's fantastic writing. Anyway, what uh, Alice actually wants to see Faye for is she wants him to go visit uh, Dr. Saito Nozuki, a very benevolent nobleman <laughs> with no ill intent towards anyone. The only doctor in town who set up shop on top of a mountain surrounded by hobgoblins and broken bridges. Um, so uh, he also owns a bunch of lighting equipment. And oh, she yeah. needs that for the photographers for her wedding. Yeah. So we already are we already getting taste of this world as uh, this is a, a medieval village 
but there are it's, cameras. There's and a stuff. lot of technology. Um, it's a very disparate technology level. So, and, and this is something we see in a lot of JRPGs, uh, just uh, varying levels of technology and culture, mm-hmm. um, where they don't necessarily align the way history is aligned. So, anyway, Faye's like, "Yeah, I'll go see the doc. I love his wife's cooking." Anyway, this joke's made like ninety times. Yeah. Um. It, yeah. So Faye takes off for the doctor's house. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get to the mountain, and it's horrible. Like, it, yeah. if you got the flu. You're dead. Yeah. Like, you're not going to make it. The, uh, like, the Sighton does put a sign out, like, oh, by the way, the bridge is out, so take the perilous rocky path. Never <laughs> mind that he has a giant spider-crawling <laughs> robot and can just throw a bridge back down there. He just puts up a sign. He, like, he's, he's fixing it. <laughs> <laughs> he's work. He has a PhD. and working on it. Like, he learned a lot of things in medical school. <laughs> but anyway, along the way, it's very important that you uh, steal a bird's egg. And I don't mean just take, t- take it out of an abandoned nest. The bird is there watching. And the bird will loudly insist that you give its egg back. And you can see. Oh, that's right. I and throughout that. the rest of the entire section going to Saiten's house, it will make you ch- make this moral choice. Refuse to give this thing its offspring back. <laughs> it will keep pecking you for constant damage until you leave. And <laughs> you make it to Saiten's house. Like, y- you give it to his wife. And <laughs> she cooks it. <laughs> Because Faye's gaping <laughs> maw must be filled. <laughs> it's a small wonder why Don loves this game so oh, much. Oh, you could be such a dick. I love it. So anyway, uh, Yui uh, tells you that uh, the, that Doc's out back. Yeah. So Faye goes out back. You uh, find her ring, but you don't give it back to her. <laughs> you just put it in your pocket where it'll be it'll be relevant in 80 hours, I swear. <laughs> oh, you go. This game is really about planting seeds it's and watching long term investments. Like, this is um. You know what, you damn millennials, you need to play some Xenogears, and maybe <laughs> you won't be so lazy. Maybe you will uh take up what boomers did and just pillage everything. <laughs> ain't no, ain't no avocado toast in this game, brother. No, you um, just uh, beat up a bum for so his lunch money. <laughs> you could literally do that. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> but um. You go out and you can't find the dock anywhere. Yeah. But you do. You find him on this spider robot. Workshop. And he's like, oh, this is really bothersome. I'm having such trouble repairing this item. Faye, by the way, old boy, I found something rather interesting that I think you'd like to check out in the shed. Uh, why don't you go take a gander? And you walk in and uh, there's a music box mm-hmm. playing this hauntingly beautiful melody. It really is very touching. And it uh, and Faye expresses that it touches a part of him inside. Yeah, it's like, like how very. It's interesting what music can do. Did you know that this music box was uh, recovered from an ancient ruin, thousands of years old, long before in any of our history records? But you know, people just like us were listening to it. Maybe they were affected the same way you're being affected. What do you mean? He's he has so a, vile. He, he has a doctorate in foreshadowology. <laughs> He's Hey, Doc, where'd you learn to, me- me- to fix land crabs from an ancient civilization? In med school. Med school. <laughs> med school. <laughs> Liam, you've learned that in med school. Have you been to med school, <laughs> Fei Fong Wong? Uh, there's a lot of med schools on this world. <laughs> not so much on that one continent, but we'll not touch that. It's a op- so, that's an open wound for some people. <laughs> so, so uh, anyway, you, you uh, decided to stay the night. Because yeah. it's late. It's late. You got to finish. You have to eat everything in his cupboard. Um, or maybe Faye insists that he goes home. Either way, it yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, you insist on eating. There's, ge- <laughs> there's gears flying overhead, and they're headed straight for Lahan. Mm-hmm. Shit. Okay. Right. Um, uh, now, this is kind of interesting because Faye will call them giants, like a mystified tribal, but it's very clear that the town at least understands. Everyone else understands what they are. What this yeah. is. The, like, um, okay, these are. Like, if I see a tank 
I'm if I see like a Bradley, I might call it a tank. Like you somebody don't know specifically, somebody what, yeah. on an online forum will be very angry at a libtard who calls it <laughs> anything but an armored vehicle, armored fighting vehicle, AFV. You dumbass. But the, uh, you could be forgiven for being some guy who's just a sh- like a simple nice guy like Faye who just happens to have an enormous appetite and a penchant for shinies. Kind of got the uh, he's kind of they kind of put the hick motif on him. Yeah, like, like the, what white the hell hick? is that? Oh, it's a that's a dad that's gum. A, that's a Model Eight Heimdall <laughs> Faye. It's not a giant. It doesn't really, but yeah, like even Saiten, as dickish as it can be, is like, oh, yeah, those are gears that are attacking the village. We need to help evacuate. So you go, and of course, Faye wants to help his village, and yeah. Faye is a capable warrior. And he is a go-getter. He knows martial arts, not because he was trained in them, but because he just knows martial arts. Yeah. Um, there's no question as to where he learned these. Uh, med school. Med school. <laughs> <laughs> um, because Saiten went to med school, it bled yeah. out into Faye <laughs> at the foot of the mountain. Um so uh, you return to Lahan and it's already in a bad shape. Oh um, God, yeah. Um, and it, and the, it's interesting to note that it's made very clear early on that the village is not being attacked. The village yeah. is in the crossfire. Mm-hmm. Two groups of uh, gears are fighting each other. But a girl with orange hair takes a hit to the engine. She has to touch down. Yes. This um, forces a confrontation between a group aligned with Ave or. I'm going to call it Ave because that's what we've always called it. That's fine. Uh, and Kislev gears who are in pursuit. But we don't know any of this yet. All we know is there's two forces at war. And uh, at one point, one of the gears is just sitting empty. Yeah, there's a dead pilot or an incapacitated and one. God, does it look inviting. Yeah, it's a, uh, okay, so you're an anime protagonist. There's a gear or a mech that is missing a pilot. And it's almost begging for Faye to go in. Faye's yeah, just like, in I, fact, I feel like I need to get in there. In and fact, Saiten does not want him oh to get God, in there. Oh, God, yeah. He says no, and then Faye just it's, jumps in. I've got to do something. It's almost as if Saiten knows something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so when Faye does get in there, something really interesting happens. You know, I, you know, tutorials are annoying, except when they're used cleverly. Exactly. Oh, that's yeah, that's <laughs> such a good point. Like, uh, uh, pilot identified as a lamb, we're going to stop speaking proper English. We're going to start speaking Southern. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you take the dead controls dial- there, boy. Ignis dialect. Ignis dialect. <laughs> there ain't nothing on Ignis. <laughs> <laughs> Machine doesn't know that. <laughs> or Shadowology. <laughs> Oh, oh big, uh, skill level. Ignis, by low. the way, is the continent that uh, uh, we didn't mention that. Ignis, by the way, is the continent. Yeah, Ignis uh, is a continent. A it continent. W- it was a continent. The, uh, right. So um, <laughs> there was an incident. Oh, we need to find that out. Yes, yeah. of course. So, but this is something they tell you very early on. Right. Where Faye is from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a faraway land, but you know he's not. He's on another continent now. Anyway, I'm low so skill glad level. We to do this one. It's a low skill level, so it's basically piloting itself for you until you get. Autopilot, yes. Yeah, like, okay, for a strong attack, press this button. For a light attack, press this button. To charge for fuel, press this button. Is that, does this does this register? Y'all getting it? Yeah, so if presumably if he were trained in Gears, he could do fancier shit from the get-go. Right. But it's just the way this thing works. And it works very well. It's a very capable gear. It's very, it's coming naturally to him for some reason. For some reason. You for know, it's kind of like fighting. And he just keeps punching these robots to death. And there's one in the back who occasionally flips the bird. He's like commanding officer. Yeah, he's sending calling in the shots. <laughs> in Faye, but Faye is getting visibly winded while piloting a robot. Yeah. This, this is, is stressing important. him out. It's stressing him out 
very bad. And uh, along the t- around about this time, Dan shows up to Saiten, uh, where he says that he rescued his sister's wedding, wedding dress. Wedding dress. And Saiten is like, oh, you... But Timothy s- has gone back into town to look for uh, Alice. Alice. And this and doesn't end well. Yeah, because Saiten says that uh, Faye has gone inside that gear to help save the village. And Dan is like, he's inside that monster? And uh, that word does become prophetic. Yes. Because uh, while he's fighting, Timothy, there's a cutscene. Takes a big old slug to the chest. Just a slug designed gruesome. to incapacitate a yeah. mech. Yeah, he's so it's gruesome. Gone. And yeah. uh, Faye loses it. Uh, just a big old energy ball emanates from him. It, it, from what we know... At the moment, it just kind of looks like the gear goes super saiyan. Yeah, it, it just looks like a like you know in Dragon Ball Z when they do the uh, do the aura burst. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. And uh, you see Alice looking out through a window, and she evaporates along with just about everyone else in town, who's still in town. And Faye wakes up at the foot of this yes uh, giant. Uh, so we can assume that the first thing Faye sees when he comes to is the gear. Yeah. Um, and this just seems important for some reason mm-hmm. right now, and. Uh, Saiten is like, oh, you've come too. How wonderful. Uh, let's go. <laughs> because Dan <laughs> runs up and calls you a murderer. He straight up says you killed yep. everyone. He's, uh, Dan is very aware of what happened. And uh, all the adoration that he once held for Faye, which the game really laid on pretty thick, mm-hmm. ha- is 100% replaced by hatred. Mm-hmm. Uh, hates Faye. Lost everything. Faye's the only th- person he can really point to. Uh, Saiten tries to defend Faye. He tries to, yeah. But Saiten immediately recognizes with his gigantic, super intellectual brain it's that just it's better just better to leave. Better to leave. So, um, and they do. And this like, Faye goes along with this, but he's also just lost his. He's lost everything. He has no place in the world, and he's racked with guilt. And very. Very another just great writing for a '90s JRPG because it's very realistically depicted. Like it's not the JRPG where your village burns down and you're like sad about it when it happens, but then like two it's towns later you're like, you know what? I'm having so much fun on this adventure with my friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like and I'm just having a ball. And it's not like the villain showed up that you can project your anger onto him to drive you forwards. Right now you're literally listless. You're just trying yeah. to get as far away from this yeah. situation as you can. And, and, and you just and he leaves the mech behind. Yes. It's um uh, now he leaving the gear behind seems a conscious de- decision on Faye's part. He doesn't want Saiten's anything to part, do with it. It feels more like I got no way to take this with us because mm-hmm. Saiten. <clears throat> does, we'll, we'll get to that anyway. You go to a woods, and this woods is annoying as fuck the first time you play the there's game. Apparently, elves who live here. In fact, there's a lot of weird wildlife that lives on this particular planet, which is not Earth. There's humans here, but there's not Earth. <laughs> right. Um. So anyway, you um. That seems important, Don. Yeah. Um. So anyway, as you're about to leave the first section of the forest. Uh, Faye gets stuck up at gunpoint, yeah. and he doesn't care. He's borderline suicidal. There's a, yeah. So this is very important. Um, a a woman speaking German. It's, yeah, it's German. Um, it's German. She's speaking German, and he doesn't understand. He doesn't like. Do you speak? So by what? By the way, a redheaded uh, girl that's German that has a mysterious past and <laughs> is also extremely traumatized. Hmm. Also in uniform. <laughs> wonder, wonder where they got this idea. Um, and she finally like, okay, so you're speaking lambs. So she language. starts speaking the same language. She's like, if you do this, I'll kill you. And there's a very tense do moment it. where Faye's like, hell yes. Do it. Do it, bitch. And right she's here. just like, you don't care. Because 
And it's very clear that she is from a culture that feels extremely superior to this one. Mm -hmm. um, because she's like, you self-preservation is the, it's the core of all animals. How, how could you How lonely could you be? Like, so, anyway, uh, a monster attacks at this point. Yeah, she, I get, I get, I get, I get Elf drops out of a tree and, and like he's just been her. waiting this whole time. He's like, "Now's my chance." Faye <laughs> <laughs> kicks the shit take out the, of it. Take the one with the weapon out first. Faye beats it, but before he does, he screams out, "Leave Ellie alone!" She has not given her name. That's true. She has not given her name. That's he says, true. Leave Ellie alone. He comes in and saves her, and then uh, in five more minutes, they're around a campfire. Faye mentions the campfire keeps the monsters away. Every 90s JRPG had the mm. scene where you say the campfire keeps like, the monsters look, away. I, I vacationed out here with the, my dad, um, my adoptive dad. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, they start to speak for a little bit, and Ellie has not warmed up to Faye. I love how awkward she, this is. She seems receptive to receive help in the sense that she has got a mission to complete. Yeah, she needs to get back home. And this seems like a stepping stone. And... Uh, and uh, Faye starts, uh, he starts moping a little bit about how he, w why he wants to die, because Ellie questions that. Why do you want to die? Because I'm responsible for killing my, destroying my village. And, and then Ellie she blows up. Tries, like, she's trying to navigate, like, oh, don't feel so bad. You got caught up in the war. That's all there is to it. And then he starts, yeah, if those gears hadn't shown up, none That's of this right, would have happened. He shifts blame to the gears, and, and then, then she, she blows realizes up. that she's now in the crosshairs because even though he doesn't know that, he doesn't know it. Um, but she feels it, so she. God, I've never really. This is such good. Like these characters are so real. Like they're both hurting and they're both trying to deflect blame, but they're also both grappling with what just happened. Right. Um, it's interesting. Also, very interesting to note that these creatures that Ellie seems to not have any compassion or respect for, she does feel a responsibility for so many of their lives mm -hmm. being lost. That's an interesting note. Mm -hmm. So um, they have a little tiff, and I believe Saiten shows up. I think she runs off. and uh, Yeah, Saiten shows she up. She runs off, gets attacked by the dinosaur. Yeah. And Faye's like, I got no way to save her. And Saiten's and like, he starts, I'll pay you the rent. <laughs> you start <laughs> punching the dinosaur. This is important. You start doing karate moves to a dinosaur that's bigger than you are for one damage piece. And then Saiten shows up with the land crab uh -huh. with your gear and says, get the fucking the gear. No, that destroyed my get village. Get in the robot Shinji. Just get, get in the robot Shinji. <laughs> and also very much like, very much like this... Um, very much like this other possible anime that may have existed that's kind of like Xenogears. Uh, <laughs> Faye seems hesitant to use this power that only he can use, mm -hmm. uh, even though it means saving his friends. But uh, ultimately, it comes down to saving his friends or not doing it. So he gets in, and uh, you just... You, you wreck this thing. Yeah, you just skin that dinosaur alive. And it falls over on Ellie's sprite, but don't worry, that's just you know the way the game works. Yeah, so... Uh, so then you have her recovering. Saiten's there along the campfire with you, and Faye is asleep. Now, Saiten is talking to Ellie, and it's very clear that he is com in complete control. Oh, and I love it, too, because Ellie kind of goes into it like, oh, another lambs, and he's like, listen, honey. <laughs> uh, so you're with Gebler, right? <laughs> he's just like, Saiten, uh, it's very fact, doesn't he start speaking the language? Yeah. Like, he's speaking German to You know, her. by the way, your dialect Space is a little German. interesting. Uh, oh, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. yes, they don't teach the uh the proper dialects anymore <laughs> like yeah he's like, just big leaguing the fuck by out the way of who's your mother is, I, I, is, there, is there anything I, I i'm sensing some tension do you want to talk about your mother <laughs> and i believe this is the first time that ellie we get a glimpse of the scene yeah correct and there's a scene with blood ellie's like i didn't do it i didn't do it mm -hmm. i didn't do it so there's some past trauma 
uh, like this other, you know, anime character with and red hair that she speaks German. Opens up like, like, yeah, I'm feeling guilty because what if I hadn't been there? Yeah. And then he cal- he he calms her down just a moment. Listen, I think it'll be better for everyone. I'm getting Faye as far away from this as I can. He's got he needs to be kept safe. You need to be kept safe. I think you should go home. And as aloof in in scientific as Saiten seems to be about all these situations, there is some affection there there is a real affection for Faye. Yeah. There is not some, there is a real affection and sense of protectorate over him. It so Saiten kind of rides this line between this being a weird experiment playing out in front of him mm-hmm. and him being a personal involved in personally involved it's kind of hard to say exactly how much of this is rationalization and legitimate concern it, and, and it's it, it's again just amazing writing for a 90s yeah. jrpg so and Faye, to his credit does not remain ignorant of what the player knows because he wakes up halfway through and stays asleep to figure out what's going on yeah he st- he pretends to sleep and he's listening but of course they're speaking space german and yeah all these things he so, but he does pick up on one important thing and that is that El- like he got mad at ellie and then Ellie confesses to Saiten, thinking he's asleep, that she is one in the gear that came down over Lahan. And Saiten freaks out, thinking he's going to get mad. And then he said, no, she's right. I was wrong to treat her like that. I should never have... Abu- yeah. And, and it's weird that Faye and Ellie, just having met... Now, sure, they went through a couple fights. Yeah, they're they, still but fighting. But just having met, there seems to be a deep affection between those they two. They understand each other on a they way they should They understand each other... Uh, exactly. That's a perfect way to put it. So anyway... Saiten wakes up and he's like, "Hey, we got to repair the gear." And Faye's like, "Fuck no, that gear! I like, hate this thing. Yeah. Leave, it, leave it here." And Saiten's basically like, "Faye, I understand your puny little ignis mind. <laughs> can't Look, understand." This is Tell City. This thing is in Berglund Hills. If Kislev comes back for this, it's gonna hit Lahan again. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, "Let's get it repaired because it's the easiest way to, to get, get it away, away from where from you Lahan. care about." And Faye's like, Fine. "Okay, there's logic here." So you go to this little desert town. Yeah, uh, I can't remember the name of the Dezil, town. Dezil, maybe? Uh, Dezil, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, and you get there, and uh, Saiten goes off to a junk shop, and it's very episode one. Yeah. Uh, like I, I, I do love the little atmosphere of the town, because a bunch of kids <laughs> running around playing war. Like, we're going to beat those Kislev steamheads. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. once Daddy gets back home, get back home from the war, Mom's going to stop crying. <laughs> you know, it's very, it's laid on very thick. Yeah, it's... Like, um, and uh, so it's almost kind of a secret of Nim because, like, we played this as kids and we didn't really get the full adult impact. Yeah. Like, when we got adult and played it again, we're oh, like, Jesus Mom- Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Mom got a letter from the postman. Oh, <laughs> and she started crying. Well, Dad will be home soon. <laughs> right. <laughs> She'll be happy then. The, uh, so, um, uh, so you go, uh, yeah, you go to this uh, junk shop, like, hey, man. I believe you can find Big Joe at a bar, too. Oh, yeah, way. there is uh, Big Joe. <laughs> he's a, he's a, a, a recurring character, beautiful man, hilarious, beautiful, oh, gorgeous man. man. <laughs> um, and I, he, I don't even remember what he says. He's just cool. He's, he's the king you, of cool. You'll see him a bunch throughout the game. Yeah, he's just but, in um, places he shouldn't be. But Cody he's there. loves Big Joe. He's um, the true hero. <laughs> a true, he's the, he's the Johnny Bravo of the anyway, game. Anyway, yeah, you go into a, like a pawn shop. Like, hell, oh, you got like a gear? What kind of what model you got? And then it turns out you're riding the equivalent of a Porsche. Yeah, and it, it's <laughs> the knee joint. I think they need replaced. Or yeah, something. like, dude. This is some high end shit. You'd need, dude. You can't get this from here. You need like an Ethos headquarters, right? And uh, so, uh, Saiten goes off to find parts in the parts. desert. Yeah, and he rents out a sand buggy, which is the only way to get around because this uh, desert is mostly quicksand. And he asked Faye to stay. 
mm-hmm. in town. But Faye, of course, doesn't listen. Yeah, like basic, like right after he uh, leaves, they. <laughs> I think this is just good salesmanship because the guy who rents the sand buggy, just one of you, okay, <laughs> dude, you let him go alone. <laughs> you sure you don't want to rent another sand buggy? <laughs> oh, you can't afford seven thousand G. Get get out. <laughs> so you go on foot. And uh, fortunately, while you're running around the desert, you uh, come across a, um, I think he sees a floating city. Yes. And that flies over, and you see gears, and you also see guys on metal motorcycles. And uh, Faye clotheslines one guy on a motorcycle, leaves and him in the desert yeah. to die, and drives off. Um, and so Mr. Wheelies. I Don't Like to Fight is fine by murder by proxy. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, he, he does cool wheelies looking for Saiten. And uh, live to win. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he gets into a fight that he can't win again. I can't remember exactly what the situation was. Isn't it? Uh, you know who is? It? He shows up, doesn't he? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> it's too big a game. It's not really that important right yeah. now. I think um, it's just like it's like a, it might be like a sandworm. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a sandworm. And then Saiten shows up. Hey, I fixed. I fixed Welltall, your gear. And drops get in it out again. Get in the get gear. In and Faye's and like, I don't want to. And Saiten's like, listen. Uh, get in the gear. Yeah. So you do, and the worm has a, an attack that's going to become important later in the game where it can drain fuel. Mm-hmm. But for this, it's just beat it until it dies. Right. Because it's not like a bus r- boss rush. Yeah. So you got your gear back. And so I, where do you go from here? <laughs> you collapse. Oh, that's right. right. That's right. Yeah, the uh, the, the, the I think the of weight it. of the sand. Yeah, and you collapse into a cave, and uh, no, I th- no, oh, Bart shows up. Bart shows. That's up. Right, That's right. Bart's the coolest character in the game, <laughs> and you know this because it's the '90s. He has a blonde ponytail, and I mean they're laying it on thin. And an brother. eye patch, and, and his name's fucking Bart. So and he's in charge of a ship. And he doesn't take his responsibility perfectly. He's, he treats it like a kid would treat it if you gave him a giant ship in the Exactly. Like, and uh, he's got an old guy who has an eye patch on the other eye. <laughs> and they're like, that's not important or anything. They're, they're like, on screen, that's that one sh- That's that one gear that was in Lahan that everyone's over. We're going to take it for ourselves. Because they seem fiercely loyal to Ava for yeah. some reason. So anyway. Um, uh, so Bart comes out in his gear, Brigandeer. <laughs> Oh, and it's such an awesome gear. <laughs> he year. uses a whip. Um, yeah, y- y- two whips. Yeah, and um, y- uh, you two fight, and then together the commotion causes the, the commotion causes it. To then fall. you go into a cave, and uh, and the, you kind of have the I don't like you, and you don't like me, but we fell into a cave in the middle of this <laughs> desert, and we're gonna help each other out of it. And I don't think Saiten's with you at this point. No, he's just, he he winds up with the pirates, I think. Um, so because uh, he and he he knows the old guy with Bart. Yeah, uh, Sigurd. Sigurd, yeah. He um, looks a lot like Bart. He's got missing eyes. So we've got a Norse name with a eye patches. So yeah. that's already interesting. Anyway, um, so you go to this cave, and the cave is annoying too. The dungeon in this game, it's a very. They're not fun. There's also platforming, which is not. Ugh. Anyway, it's um, not built for the PlayStation One era. Anyway, you find a little shack. Yeah. A little abandoned shack, yeah. and there's some, and turns out there's information about Welltall. Yeah, there's the a monster interesting in old guy who lives here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and uh, the interesting information about Welltall is it's the weapon designed to kill God. <laughs> yes. Um. So already you're getting like really Norwegian black metal vibes. The and he's like, he opens a gear shop. He has a gear shop. He's like, yeah, I'll repair your gears. 
I'm fine. Just get out of my house. And, and so Faye <laughs> walks out of this house after hearing this gear that he doesn't like in the first place is meant to kill the progenitor of all <laughs> life form on the planet. Um, and um, also, interesting thing, there is a cabinet on in this guy's house where you see skulls. One of them is, uh, they all look vaguely the same, but they get bigger. The teeth get bigger on the top shelf. Um, there's a few other skulls that are kind of like that, where there's a, pro- a clear progression, evolutionary prog- progression, human skulls, all the same. And then he explicitly says, yes, yeah, so you can see here, humans arrive on this planet somewhere around such and such years ago. And everything else appears in the fossil record much later. And Bart is like, what about evolution? Oh, I don't believe that liberal claptrap. <laughs> <laughs> There's no evidence so wait, for I human forgot, evolution. I forgot about this. So basically what it's saying is humans appeared on this planet as is. Right, there's no evolution. There's no evolution. We it was just humans. And so it is liberal propaganda. Yeah, there you in have this it. Universe people. evolution there you is not it. real because ev- um, humans showed up. And you laughed at Alex Jones. You yeah. laughed. Evolution at is true <laughs> for everything but humanity because we're special. And th- 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 I forgot about that's true. Yeah, it's such so a good detail. It, 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 and um, and this old man, he's not being cryptic. This is literally as best as he Look, understands. Look, uh, there are no. I, I passed a certain fossil record. There are no humans. There's just there's just weird dog people, weird dolphin people. <laughs> no humans. <laughs> and a bunch of elves, of course. And the humans appeared much later than everything else. Yeah, much later. Very recent in the geologic history. Um, so you go out, you, you fight your way through this. De- uh, there's a boss at the end of it. It's annoying. It's not that important. Though. This dungeon's, ve- I mean, you have that great detail there in the shack, but it's a very annoying, very... Can you just hand it to me? Thank you. Okay. Jesus. Um, I I don't like foot mile much either. Um. <laughs> I know. It's a football can. Anyway, so you get out of the... I get it, Adam. <laughs> and apparently okay. you've had a bonding experience with uh, Bart going through this. Cause and he's they're w- best friends yeah. forever now. And, uh, like... They'll josh around. I love that. It's like Cloud being a bit of a wise ass in the Dude, original. Dude, and um, people want to talk about Oscar and Finn's bromance. Nothing. Nothing on Faye and Bart's. Like, they kiss each other on the lips when they see each other. That's how confident like, and fine they are with each other. There's still a little tension, but there's an openness that there was. And it's going to just keep going throughout the entire game. And it's great. Very Carl Weathers Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Before <laughs> he finds out about what Carl Weathers did in so Predator. Faye is still a little bit oblivious, but... Sighting, like uh, you go back to the air, uh, the ship and like, hey, I'm sorry about that little uh, misunderstanding. And, like, you're welcome to stay with us. And sight, like, dude, we got nothing other better to do. And besides, you know, why not? It gets the it gets the gear away from Lahan, which is what we're here to do. Have we seen a uh, the cutscene of Sighton speaking oh, to the uh, a mysterious figure to the mysterious in figure. space? It might maybe. Yeah. Maybe, because um, it, it doesn't really matter when it happens. It, it happens doesn't matter when it happens. Before the player has any idea what's going what on. What happens before we have any idea is Saiten is obviously reporting About to and receiving orders from, from an unnamed organization that we don't realize who it is yet. Yeah, it's a guy in a weird mask. Um. Yes. So there's that. There's that. That happened. Um, <laughs> so anyway. Uh, you get brought up to speed on the political situation in Abe, um, or Abba. <laughs> <laughs> right, because even while a war is going on, of course, while a war is going on, there's trouble domestically it as well. It turns out Bartholomew is the la- the heir to the th- the heir to an extinct dynasty in this uh, former kingdom, now technically a military dictatorship under the Prime Minister Shaken. 
Mm-hmm. A, bl- a, a bald guy, a bald prime minister with a, like a goatee. He really should have seen this coming. You're right. <laughs> anyway, uh, his parents were killed. My parents are dead. Oh yeah, and um, <laughs> he ha- he does have a sister, unfortunately, uh, our cousin. Sorry, Margie. Margie, yeah. She in, is uh, the Pope of Nissan, mm-hmm. um, and she is being held captive in Ave, which is why this little pirate group that he's using to... F- is it his cousin or his fiance? I, I don't know. I, th- I or is th- it both? I think... I think it's both. I think there is a Western version and a Japanese version. Right. I think in the <laughs> Japanese version, they might have where they take it a somewhere Where they take a, at least uh, one degree of separation between them. Right. <laughs> Like we're willing second, to go. Hey, hey, second cousin's legal in Kentucky. We're willing to go cousin, but <laughs> but sister, fiance, no, we're not doing that. Uh, anyway, the reason. Okay, so the reason we've been going around as a pirates, like kidnapping gears, is so that we can build an army to take down Shacken. And and that's the and the issue is that you know. Ave's in a war that Bart does want Ave to win, but Bart also yeah. wants to take. He Ave wants to back. build like a third party power, a third power to balance things out and force things to some kind of situation. But Shaken needs to go. He's the instigator in all this because he wants Shaken wants the war to go on. Yeah, and is. he's getting support from some organization that nobody really seems to know anything about. Obviously, don't have best the Gebler. In heart. The Gebler, yeah, um, uh, who. Ellie is a part of. Yeah, and um, uh, she is presumably made it back home, back home at this point. <laughs> so uh, we, we go now into one of my favorite parts of the game. Yeah, you, uh, you you can't, you need Margie back. You can't have the hostage. Right. So you go to the royal capital. C- cap- royal, royal capital. Yeah, and uh, this is one of my favorite parts of the game because you got to go through the sewer to get in the capital. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> and you just... the sewer, isn't and, it? Uh, well, you just kind of horse around at first like you're doing... Uh, you're doing... Uh, Perfect reconnaissance, sending the heir to the throne <laughs> to the capital in broad daylight. People start recognizing him immediately. Right, uh, and this this is where you you can get drunk. You can do eating contests. You, you can go to make a carnival. Fake that. There is a weight stat in the game. It's brilliant. You could you go to your menu, go to status, <laughs> the same place that tells you what your agility and your attack power is. Will give you a weight, and you can make Faye weigh too much. <laughs> you can literally, and I think you have to uh, exercise to yeah. lose weight. I think yeah. you have to, like jump in place yeah. to lose weight or something, and it, it's absolutely absurd. Uh, I don't think it really affects the game all that much, except. Um, he moves slower. Okay. I know oh, okay. that. He actually walks slower that. when he's fat. I, I, the sprite doesn't change. But, yeah. But Because uh, in San Andreas, you could literally just make CJ a fat slob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, um, anyway, uh, uh, you can also get really drunk and start breathing fire. <laughs> oh, it's it's great. It's uh, just, just a have fun, fun. It's just a stupid, silly part of the game. Yeah, but then, you know, okay, reconnaissance is done. We do. There is a way into the palace through the sewers. Mm. Bart's going to take care of that. He knows the palace. Faye needs to create a distraction. Fortunately, it's a martial arts tournament. Right. <laughs> and this is a very interesting martial arts tournament. And Saiten's like, okay, Faye, you're going to enter this uh, martial arts tournament. It's uh, being held in honor of two officials from Solaris. Or is it Sol- Solarius? I think it's Gebler. Gebler. Because well, Gebler. The, it's the, the Gebler, but it's the, they're from Solaris yes. or somewhere. It, but yeah. yeah, the Gebler. A guy named Ramses and a girl, purple hair girl, Ming, was it? Ming, yeah. And there's uh, something, the game immediately identifies something d- intangible about Ming. 
Yeah. Something. She's aloof. As far as it might be Miang, I can't remember. She doesn't. Miang, it, it is. It is Miang. And um, she's. No, she rarely speaks, but when she speaks, people listen. And she seems to be uh, Ramses' consort, but she yeah. seems to be in charge. She's like, uh, she's nudging things always. Anyway, well, Ramses, Ramses, we can immediately identify as a hothead who's got a lot of power. Yeah, and he's, 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 he's got something to prove. He's got a personality. <laughs> uh, Ramses' gear, interestingly enough, is the one on the cover of the game. Really? Yeah, okay, that's, that's cool. Ramses' that gear. That is cool. Um, but uh, anyway, Saiten's uh, the, the, like the plan is basically pretty simple. Uh, Saiten says, "Okay, Faye, you enter. The, you enter the contest. I will. I will pump up the crowd to make sure everyone's eyes are on you. That way, Bart can have an easier I just time like the infiltrating idea of this the nerd Saiten being the hype man. Just yeah, like, here we go, Faye. And we'll see here how we good. Go. We'll see how. We'll see how good he is at this right. later. But Singing I do the IU fight song. Okay, the first, for, uh, most important, qu- most important decision in the game. What is your name?" For the oh, tournament, that's right? Yeah, you can be the wandering boxer, <laughs> the beloved boxer, or the dragon slaying slacker. Um, by the way, my personal favorite thing about uh, this tournament in Xenogears, this isn't the best tournament in this game. No, it's not. So not only is it not the only one, it's not the best one. Xenogears is just, mwah. anyway. <laughs> um, so continuing on, uh, 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 Faye enters this tournament, and there's a. Faye encounters uh, Big Joe enters. Yeah, you fight Big Joe. You fight Big Joe. He, he doesn't do a lot of damage. He punches him. He punches you. You get one damage. But, but occasionally he'll turn to the crowd. They'll throw shit at you because Saiten's doing a wonderful job. Right. And uh, uh, <laughs> an amazing thing about Big Joe, he's not a good fighter. Damn, he puts on a show. He does. He puts. A, but there's an there, there's an even more interesting entrant in this tournament. Dan. Dan, and he entered. He entered to kill Faye. Yeah, he's just not a kid. to harm him. Just a kid. He's not to harm him. Murdering not him. To, he's going to kill Faye, and everyone's going to see it. Yep. And you can choose. And there's an interesting this choice. This is a great choice. Fight. Yeah. You can just kick the shit out of this kid and be like, "It wasn't my fucking fault. I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll kill the rest of the fucking village. You little shit." Or you, you could just guard. Just let him wail on you. And as he wails on you, his anger builds. Builds until it breaks down into. He does a ro- attack that will actually do damage. Yes, a, a beam attack. I, I guess he just reflects the sun off his forehead or something. Right. <laughs> he has a big forehead. He has wildly big forehead. That <laughs> isn't one ugly. If kid. you survive that, he gets winded and says, "This isn't. I'm not getting anything from this without you fighting back." Yep. So take this is look. This is the wedding dress that I risked my life to save. You take it, and you do take it. You slip it, you slip it on immediately. It's good armor. <laughs> oh, it's uh, one of the best accessories in the game till the end of the game, and this is hella early. In Alice this game. made this thing out of Kevlar or something. It's good armor. Um, yeah, and Alice made it herself, and uh, but the, the emotional impact of receiving it is much yeah. greater than uh, the uh, stat rewards, and it, it's a very cool part of this. Uh, but the tournament's not even over. No, we've got more to go, and there's a ve- there there's an even more interesting entrant in this tournament, but we don't realize it till later. Yeah, and in, in, in correct me if I'm be- I, my memory on Xenogears is a bit scrambled, but Graf entered this tournament, didn't he? I think it's Wise Man. Why they call him Wise Man at mm-hmm. this point? Yeah. Um. So, uh, Adam, cut out the Graf and the uh, editing, would you? There's a good chap. Um. So uh, <laughs> he won't. This he's not going to do it. <laughs> um. But uh. A wise man is in this tournament, and he seems to know a lot about Faye. Yeah, and he's all, he's surprised that Faye doesn't know a lot about himself at this point. He, yeah, he's kind of like, what uh, the what? hell? You, it's dude, like, what are you um, doing? Actually, an excellent example is Raditz at the beginning of Dragon Ball Z. 
Like, yeah, Kakarot. What the hell have yeah. you been doing? Like, you had a kid? Like, you, you, not, not even one continent. Like, like, the thing you do to make a kid is not what you were supposed to do to these people. When I told you to fuck this planet, I did not mean it like that. Also, we find out in Dragon Ball Super that um, Goku canonically does not know what kissing is. He sees two people kissing. He thinks it's gross. Vegeta's like, Kakarot, by God, you have two kids. <laughs> Chi Chi, what you did to this man was wrong. <laughs> like, what you did with this dude was wrong. Like, uh, mm. wrong is a point of view. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, yeah, it, it's kind of like that's actually a great way to look at it because yeah. Crap's just like, what? Right. Faye, what's been going on, buddy? And uh, uh, Wise Man, sorry. He Damn it. Wise <laughs> Man never attacks you, and you never attack him. Or no. You, you attack him, he can't hit him. Right, because he, he just dodges. And it's not zero damage, it's dodging. So, yeah. um, very. Uh, and uh, JRPGs are scared to do this anymore, but I really liked the telling the story through game mechanics mm-hmm. where, of the unwinnable battle or the battle where you couldn't do damage or the battle, the really tense one is the one you have to lose because mm-hmm. you'll waste items and yeah. shit. But, um, uh, Star Ocean Second Story. Ugh. But, mm-hmm. um,. So anyway, uh, it, it, so this this is probably the most inter- one of the most interesting parts of the early game mm-hmm. because uh, again, it's the first time somebody seems to know Faye other than Saiten. Exactly, and Saiten is not as forthcoming because this guy's pretty forthcoming. Yeah, this guy's like, I don't understand why you don't understand these things. He doesn't shut up until he realizes that maybe there's something more going on with you. So he realizes something's wrong mm-hmm. and he clams up, like you said. And I then he leaves. Just, yeah. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Um, the, the 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 chair's evasion stat is not as good as wise man. No, wise man. <laughs> that never would have hit wise man. So um, anyway, while this is going on, Bart has been swimming through the sewers and he wakes up. He, he comes up through like the latrines. This There's is a Bart. Sh- I'm in the infiltration point. <laughs> Colonel. Colonel. Sigurd. Sig- Sigurd. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he has the eye patch. It's perfect. I know. It's so good. And the first th- person he sees is the janitor who immediately recognizes him. Hey. <laughs> oh, I knew you weren't dead. <laughs> it's so good to see you, Prince Bartholomew. The North remembers Master Bartholomew. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can you keep it on the down low? Sure thing, Prince Bartholomew. <laughs> oh, I sure will, Prince Bart. Get rid of that bar. <laughs> Get rid of that blowhorn. <laughs> <laughs> um, it works. You, uh, you, you do find Margie, and she's like, hey. I'm sorry, but while aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? Yeah, while all this is going on, while all this is going on, there is a scene where Miang goes to interrogate Miang or uh, Margie, Margie. Mm -hmm. and she's very nice. She's very kind to Margie. Mm -hmm. In fact, Ramses is like, "Dude, Shaq, and you fucking lambs, you obeyed the (laughs) Stockholm, you you, (laughs) like, uh, (laughs) fucking lambs, you you obeyed UN protocols here, right? (laughs) (laughs) You're not. I know you're barbaric compared to us." Uh, genociding Gebler, but we don't <laughs> we don't torture. We, we just, have we just, we just purge. <laughs> the, um, but yeah, she doesn't get anything out of like I and Margie doesn't really seem all that perturbed by her situation. Miang's kind enough to her, like, yeah, can you get me some cake, bitch? Yeah, we'll get you some cake. Uh, yeah, Margie, very like uh, very very like Hanada and Mar- Naruto, where she could be going through like the worst thing imaginable, and she's still just like, well, I'd like some so cake. long as I'm helping Naruto. <laughs> 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 it's kind of like that, with, but with Bart. Yeah. Um. And you, you, she does come along with you willingly, and on your way out, you run into Ramses mm-hmm. and Miang. You can't fight Miang. She just stands stands in the back and heals him. Mm-hmm. Margie does the same for you occasionally. Right. <laughs> Not as often <laughs> as Miang. We should note. Yeah. Um. Miang seems to be a bit more powerful at the moment. 
<laughs> um, but anyway, uh, you do have this little fight with Ramses, and uh, I can't remember. Is it unwinnable, or can you beat him? I'm pretty sure you just get do enough damage to him to that spark the next cutscene. The, the ne- next cutscene yeah. where you escape. And uh, I can't remember exactly how that... You see Ellie on the way out. I know oh, that. Yeah. Um, oh, Christ. How does this, how does, how does this play out? I, I knew this was going to happen because Xenogears is so... It's so vast. Ping-ponging. Yeah, and it, it goes up and down a whole lot. But okay, there is, like, I know there is at least one, because there's multiple infiltrations, and I think this one is the one where you're in the courtyard, surrounded, because uh, Saiten has brought his land crab yeah. to ex- extract you. And right when it's about to use its helicopter blades to escape, going while you're all popping double birdies. Right. Like, ha, ha, ha. And then uh, the propeller flies off into the atmosphere, and you just <laughs> sit there, <laughs> surrounded by hostile <laughs> troops. And then the butler, who is piloting this thing, apparently says, Don't worry, young master. I have, as you would so crudely put it, this shit handled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buttle the shit out of the situation. And he climbs up, like he just, he climbs over the wall and escapes. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you're back at your land cruiser. But I do remember you do encounter Ellie. You do. Pass- on pass- your way out. And she lets you out. Yeah, she, yeah. Lets you escape. Um, yeah, and then you get ba- uh, you get back to your uh, little uh, land cruiser. The Yggdrasil. Yggdrasil, yeah. Sigurd. First of a few. Yggdrasil, yeah. <laughs> the, um, and you've got Margie. Patches. And hey, it wasn't, the, it wasn't a pitch perfect Mission, but you got Margie back, and it's time to take her home. I, yeah, it's time to take her home to Nissan. And is it time to wrap this podcast? I don't know, fellas. One hour. I Let's go on good. to a part two if we can. So, guys, uh, if you want to hear more about Xenogears when we get around to it, you should probably buy it. To be honest, it'll um, take. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take us eighty hours to do this. Uh, PlayStation Three. It is on PlayStation Classics. Um, no shit. You can eBay it. Uh, I have the PlayStation Classic. I'll be damned. Um, uh, maybe when Luke's done with uh, Breath of Fire 2. Oh, yeah, that's been happening, isn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, by the way, is anyone else offended at the uh, French guy's a frog? I was a little bit. Is anyone else bothered by that? I'm a quarter French. Um, the uh, most of us have some French in us. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Vincent. We're very Catholic. Um, so, uh, it, it PlayStation Classic, uh, you could eBay the original copy probably for a hell of a lot of money. I would PlayStation Classics probably like 10 bucks. Um, enough unpaid labor for <laughs> Sony, uh, right? <laughs> um, there are also em- there's also emulation, which Donorom does not condone. Um, if you emulate this game, we will hunt you down ourselves. That sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> um, a, a lot of work that's worth it to uh, preserve the okay, pumping veins of capitalism. That's Don. true. That's true. Uh, like the video, share it, and uh, subscribe. And I promise we'll finish Zenogears at someday. some point. <laughs>